I hope your day is full of matcha and Earl Grey and boba and sweet tea and coffee. Drip coffee, lattes. Hope your day is full of espresso shots, um, macchiatos. Guys, it's a coffee tea intro. What's up, guys? We have an amazing episode of Shank for you this week with the one, the only comedian, Madison Sinclair. But before we get into this week's episode of Shank with Madison Sinclair, there's just a few things I want to tell you about. One, I am in Austin, Texas this week. That's right. If you're in Austin, come out to the Mothership tomorrow, Thursday. I'm opening for Christina Pazinski, two shows, one at 7, one at 10. Um, it's going to be a great time. And then next week, I'm coming to Skankfest for Vegas, Vegas for Skankfest. It's going to be so much fun. Um, that's September 28th through October 2nd. So come out if and um, come say hi to me. All right, guys, you can find me here every Wednesday in Shank and every Monday on this bitch. Before we get into this week's episode of Shank with Madison Sinclair, there's just one thing I want to tell you about, and that's, oh, yeah, socks. Oh, yeah. Look down at your feet right now. Are you wearing socks? If you're not wearing socks, ask yourself why, you dirty dog. You need socks. They protect your most valuable assets, your toes. Shop, oh, yeah, that's three O's, H-Y-E-A-H dot com, discount code Sarah, S-A-R-A, 10 for 10% off unique sock designs. Whether you're into pizza or blueberries or Dungeons and Dragons or aliens, there's a pair of socks for you, and it's a great way to support the pod. Give the gift of socks. Give them to your brother. Give them to your uncle. Give them to your mother. Give them to your cousin. Give them to your ex. Give them to your, I don't know, your teacher. The gift of socks. It's a great way to support Shank, and you never wake up and say, you know what? I wish I had less socks today. Subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash sarahwineshank for behind-the-scenes photos and footage. And let's get into this week's episode of Shank with the one, the only, Madison Sinclair. Everyone, here it is. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Shank. I'm Sarah Wineshank, and today's guest is the one, the only, comedian writer, Madison Sinclair. Hey, what's up? Hi, I'm excited to have you on the pod because I don't really know much about you, Madison Sinclair. <laughs> really, I'm just a. You're an enigma. <laughs> Good. All of a sudden, one. all of a sudden, I just see Madison Sinclair everywhere, and she's got booty shorts she's selling. <laughs> and I go, who is the, who is Madison Sinclair? You know, I need to know what's going on with Madison Sinclair. Um, yeah, so I do sell the booty short thing started. How did that happen? It was like a joke over the pandemic. I was like, I want to make booty shorts that say, like, I think it started with like something, like something depressing on the ass. So like if anyone looked at my butt, they would they couldn't sexualize <laughs> me. <be> punished. <laughs> yeah. They'd have to be like, have to face the fact of their own mortality. And like some of them were like, some of them say one day, like you'll, you like, no one will remember you. Like, no. <laughs> Which ones sell the most? Um, Oh, the only ethical consumption under capitalism has an arrow to the butthole. No. <laughs> yeah, that's no. <laughs> that's your bestseller right now. Either that or the, the OSHA certification on the ass. That's amazing. How do you come up with it? Do you do you just like I don't know. How do you come up with what you're gonna put on the shorts? I don't some like some of them have just like thought about it and I put them on there. And then some of them are like People will request them and I'm like, and I'll share it. And then some, a lot of times people will ask for customs. Like they'll be like, I do this for a living or I want shorts to do this. And I come up with it and then enough people will ask it. So then I get it, send it to production. Okay, yeah. cool. But so isn't that a lot of work? 
It's crazy. Because sometimes, like, you post on your story and there's, like, lots of shorts. And I'm like, I don't have the, the, I'm not thorough enough to follow through. The sales are, like, I think last month was, like, how many shorts do we make? I think we make around 2,000 shorts in a month. It was, like, crazy. And we no. do them all by hand. So now, like, my mom's been helping. So, like, now my mom works for me and, like, whatever. You make 2,000 shorts a month? At least. Like, sometimes it's, like, way more than that, which is crazy. And they're all... Just, I have a press. I have all the stuff. So you do it yourself at home? Yeah. That's crazy. I used to like cut the vinyl myself and then now I like, I've found everything. I've like streamlined a lot of stuff, but I do press each pair. Which ones are your favorite? I like the ones that, I like, I like the classic. This is everyone you love will one day die. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's just. (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. Cause normally on people's ass, it's like, babe. Or like, what were those like pink? <laughs> yeah, remember when like it like juicy, juicy? Yeah, <laughs> juicy. But then when people would have like uh, a wedgie, it would just say like you wouldn't see the eye. <laughs> it's just it's juicy. Yeah, juicy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Um, okay, so you've been doing stand up for how long? A while. Like, I, I keep forgetting how much time has passed because in my head I'm like still 23. I know, same. And then, it's so like, dark. And then, like, oh my god, I just turned 29. <laughs> like. I guess it's been nine years, which nine is so crazy. Years. That is so crazy. Yeah. Um, cool. So what else is going on? Mm-hmm. You, you're bi or you gay? <laughs> Can I ask? <laughs> like every, Get right to it. Every comment on my videos. Uh, <laughs> is she bi or is she gay? I don't. So like, so I came out as gay because mm-hmm. I like I don't like men. Right. I feel like I've never like. Like, I guess I, it took me so long to realize it because the way women talk about men, I'm like, oh, obviously. Like, they, they obviously, don't, they're the thing. Like, they don't, they're not that psyched about them either. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't look at <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never looked at men as like sexual, uh, like anything like lustful or anything. I just seen them like, I get to, like, I've had boyfriends and it's always like, they are funny. And like, from there, I've like liked them. So now I'm attracted to them. Right. So it's like, it was always that. And then, like, with women, I'm like, women are hot. All women are amazing. And then, so I was like, obviously, I must be gay. And then, like, I only dated women for, like, four years. And then I did, I did like, have, like, a situationship with a guy that I would say the guy is, like, not as a, I don't know if we would call him that. He's very, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very feminine. So it's, like. You have to be an extremely feminine man, and and I find like I literally am so rare. I'm attracted to a guy. I have like a list in my phone. Okay, that I'm like, oh, like that guy is attractive, but it's always like someone who's like wears the same jean size as me. Like he talked right. with his hands like that. Right. Very ladylike. Right. D- like jewelry. Yes, a lot of jewelry. Except in piercing. <laughs> I love a guy in jewelry. Does that mean I'm gay? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's like basically. It's like literally a woman with a penis is like the only men that I'm. Attract and Alex Turner because I'm a big Arctic Monkeys fan. Okay, okay, yeah. so that's that's it. It's a very small window. I think it's probably just gay. But then I talk to other lesbians. Like, yeah, there's like everyone has like a couple guys. A couple like, guys that they're like would. Yeah, they're like under the right circumstance, <laughs> maybe. Actually, when I met Alex Turner, I'm like a huge fan. I have like a tattoo of them and all the stuff. And like when I met him, I was like, yeah, probably, yeah, I would. You would. <laughs> I feel like yeah, uh, but like. Okay, what's it like going on dates with girls? Is it is it? It feels more stressful to me. It is because their opinions matter more. 
Like, right. And you like know that you have to listen. <laughs> right. I can't just talk about myself. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like with guys, I feel like they ask questions and then you just talk about yourself the whole time. It's, it's so much easier. You know that they're most likely going to pay. So that's. Oh, nice. that's also really nice. Because sometimes women want to go to like, they want to go to catch or something like that. And you're just like, of course I want to go to catch. <laughs> Who's paying for this? No. <laughs> that's a good point. Because I like feminine women too. Like I'm not. So you, then you're like, do I pay? Yeah. Or. Or both in dresses. I don't know. Or do we works. both split it? Or is that like not cool? Splitting feels like too friend. Yeah. Yeah. So you, what's usually happened is it's like, I take this one, you take the next one. But the first date's always like the bullet. Which one? Who's going to pay? And what if it's bad? Yeah. You don't spend a huge bill on someone you hate. I don't know. I kind of relate to, I hate to say this, but I feel like I sympathize with men a little bit after dating. <laughs> really? A little bit. Not what are totally. like the, what are the things that come up with dating women? Like, is it a lot of, like the emotional part of it? Is that a lot? Um, I think people think that, that, I think men are more emotional than, than women. Honestly, I think we get like the rep for that, but like a woman's never, uh, broke my stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like punched a hole in my wall. It's always men yeah, yeah, that have yeah, done yeah. that. Women are just like, I mean, yeah, they'll talk something to death. That's annoying. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at least there's communication happening. <laughs> like, also just, I think of how I communicate and I annoy myself. Really? And then I'm like another one of me. <laughs> complaining and like talking I talk a lot <laughs> I don't I think I mean I probably talk a lot but I'm not very emotional so I think it's like a very good like it's like probably fine it's not like I'm like if I am with someone who's very emotional I feel like we probably compliment each other right that makes sense yeah like I cry like probably twice a year really yeah are you on antidepressants I was but I'm on antidepressants and I cry maybe once a year See, when I was on them, it was like, not at all. I'm and like, I was like, damn, when I can cry <laughs> through them, I'm like, I still got it. <laughs> I'm an emotional bitch. <laughs> I know what it's like to feel. Um, the SSRI has nothing on me. Um, can yeah. you still, so with mushrooms, that's the only reason I got off of it, because I wanted to microdose. Do you do you have something that you can do both and you don't notice a difference? Or um, Yes, like I can do mushrooms and take Prozac, but... It's like um, a fine line. Like I want to do ayahuasca and I can't do that because okay. of serotonin syndrome. I want to do it ayahuasca too, but you scared. do. I know. I'm scared of like what's going to happen. Do you, or are you going to go to the weird celebrity one in California? I don't know. That feels, that feels contrived. I don't know if I want to be like purging next and then to like next to Chris Rock. Yeah. Like <laughs> peeing out of my ass next to Chris Rock is going to be a no for me, dog. It's like on, I was at Coachella. I was like on so many mushrooms. I was like out of my body and I look over and it was James Corden. I was like, oh my God. No, no. <laughs> no, not person. an ego death next to James Corden. Oh, no. That would be so oh, weird. That's awful. That is, that is that's right? Bad. That's a bad trip now. I think that's the worst person to see on oh, any yeah. psychedelics. <laughs> Yeah, that is. It was actually him or you were just. No, it was really. It was actually him. Yeah, it was in the artist band section. Oh, it was no. just like just a oh. bunch of random people you'd turn around and see and it's just like a jump scare. And oh. I was like, I don't know if I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I f kind of feel about Burning Man. Like, would you go? No, especially after this year, like to see how like mm. you realize the dichotomy between like the people that have money and wealth and are able just to leave and the people that were stuck in it the whole time. It was so dark. It's off. I also like shower twice a day. Mm. 
I know. And, and I, I don't want to be on drugs with strangers that are also on drugs that I don't know. There's also a sexual assault problem that's happening in Burning Man too that I was reading an article about because it's like it's its own Everyone's governance system. having orgies. And then that's what's gross to me. Like if you want to have an orgy, fine, but no one's showering for weeks and then you're going to have an orgy in a, in a tent without AC. Mm. And then you're going to have to see them. Yeah. <laughs> for the next <laughs> 48 hours probably. I wouldn't, if I ever had an orgy, I would need AC and that's... I would need like, <laughs> I would need two bathrooms for four people. Yeah. You know what I mean? The very least a sink. The very least, or a hose. I'm going to need a hose. <laughs> I'm going to have to hose myself off before the orgy at Skank, yeah. at, at skank Fest. Whoa. <laughs> comedy Burning Man. <laughs> comedy Burning Man. Yeah, so, uh, oh my God. <laughs> That would be crazy if there was orgies that Skankfest is just men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it would just be like the gayest orgy ever. Um, is it at, it's in Vegas this year, right? It's in Vegas, yeah. Yes. It was in Vegas last year too, so it's the second year. Yes. Okay. I'm preparing emotionally, mentally, physically. Yeah, every person I know who's came back is like, they've been to war, but in a good way. No, the yeah. last two times I went, okay. Two years ago, I got a tattoo that was so bad. I was like, everything's temporary. I just need this on my body. And I got a tattoo at Skank Fest. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I had to cover it up because it was messed up. Then last year, I signed up for a timeshare on the way out. <laughs> so I told myself, no timeshares, no tattoos. <laughs> was uh, it Westgate? I don't know what it was. It was like I was um, waiting for my coffee and at Starbucks in the hotel. And right next to like where the lattes come out, there's like this person on the table and he's like, do you want a luxury vacation? And I was like, I do. Oh, no. <laughs> Josh Potter had given me a Xanax for my flight. So I was like, I do want a vacation. And he's like, he's like, well, what are you here for? I'm like, a comedy festival. He's like, well, I have a special deal since you're here for a comedy festival. Ugh. And I end up like signing this paper, no. paying $200. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to Sedona. And then I had called to schedule it. And they're like, you have to sit in a 120-minute presentation and you're not allowed to leave the presentation until it's done. And I started getting anxiety, and then I just canceled the trip. Oh, thank God. I was yeah. like, I can't. It's, I can't be going to a timeshare presentation. I have a lot of friends who have worked in timeshare, and I know a lot about how they do it. And it's like— They get you. It's a mind fuck. Like, if you yeah. got in there, it's like a lot of people will go because they think, okay, I'll go through this. I'll get the money or whatever. But it's like you're going through psychological torture for 100 minutes— and they'll belittle you. They do all these like weird things. Like when you go to, if you it's can't. everyone was saying, so I couldn't, <laughs> I didn't go. They'll be like, oh, well, if you can't afford it, that's fine. Like if you don't have any money, like they'll be like, they'll talk oh. to you like that. And it's like, like I don't. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're not gonna, they're like, oh, well, if you don't, if you're not the kind of person who's like cultured and travels, it's fine. Like they like insult you to your face the whole time. Like I would fight these people. <laughs> oh my God. I was like. I started just getting really bad anxiety about the presentation. And I was like, I don't think it's worth it to sit to that hundred. <laughs> like I had to eat the cost, the $200 cost. I was like, I guess I'm not going to Sedona to recharge. Have you told this before? Or is this the first time anybody's I've, been here? I've told it 
before, but not in a minute. Okay, got you. You're looking at me with extreme judgment. I, well, the tat is no. It's I, it's just an insane thing. The fact that the fact you have to <laughs> go to a place and a tattoo. Yeah, the tattoo is understandable. The fact you have to go to a place and be like, all right, Sarah, no timeshares this time. No timeshares. You're just not the demographic that buys a timeshare. It's not usually like a young hot person. It's like, like someone <laughs> who's like a first generation immigrant that doesn't know. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, dude, yeah. don't make any life changing decisions at Skankfest. Timeshares are harder to get out of than marriages. It's is what I've heard. Oh, and they, they get you with the maintenance fees. That's like the big scam. So it's like, mm. yes, you own this place, but you're paying like thousands of dollars in maintenance fees every year, and that covers the cost of the actual vacation. So if you really did the, the math, you can travel for cheaper than the maintenance fees are. So some people just write it off the deed, even though it's like a $70,000 thing that they bought or $20,000 thing they bought, just so they don't have to be in charge of these maintenance fees anymore. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes though, like when you, it was just like the way that, that he presented a vacation at like the worst, at the right time, at the right, ti- the right slash worst time. Mm. Sedona does sound like I would want it after Skankfest. I would need yeah, to I was be. like, I need to be in nature, meditating, <laughs> like reconnecting with the earth. Also, the Xanax maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Xanax. Yeah, it may help. Have you done Sedona before? Yes. Have you? So I went with my family last year, and it was, oh, this year actually, it was like in May. It was like the first time. It's so and magical. It was amazing. We went to like the. It was like all. Of, this like red rock kind of, it was like the one of the two wellness centers they had there. It had like these spa rituals and things like that. Ooh, you had spa rituals when you yeah. went? <laughs> yeah, like ritual rituals. Yeah. Everything was like a massage met with like psychic abilities. Like everything was very like spirit. Yeah, but yeah that's why I like it there. <laughs> yeah. There's like gift shops where they sell like crystals and there's like um, books from different psychics. And you're like, yeah. where am I? I tried a hat on. I hate myself in hats, but I tried to one hat. I was like, this is the, I've never looked better in a hat. I'm buying it. And they're like, it's $350. And I'm like. Did you buy it? I bought a stupid. Oh, wait, I remember this on your story. <laughs> yeah, I was like obsessed with it. It has like a gold chain. It's yeah, like very intense. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a drug dealer hat. It's a, have you been wearing it? I wore it to Whitney's, uh. What is it? I wore it to the the premiere of Whitney's Roast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the so, only time you sense. Yeah. Okay. But you'll wear it again. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I have to bring it back. It's 350. It's a, a huge investment. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I should be wearing it right now. Yeah. yeah. A hat. Every time I get a hat, I get in my head about the hat. That's how I feel. But why? I don't. Because when other people wear hats, I'm not judgmental about that. Unless it's no. a really bad hat. Like a fedora. Like a fedora is going to be a no. (laughs) Like a a weird little 19, anything from the 20s. Yeah, like a paper boy hat (laughs) or like a Kangol hat. Yeah. And you're not Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, You can't be wearing a Kangol hat. Yeah. Like, I don't know. On the apps, I see a lot of guys in hats. Because they're hiding their hairline. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. They call them hat fishes. Hat fishes? (laughs) Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah, that's why women don't wear hats because we don't have to. <laughs> oh my god! Dang. Not the hat fish. I never, th- I never thought about it. Like I mean, oh my god, we're we're in the hat. we're in the presence of a man with a hat. I, I, don't, wear, I don't mind my yeah my hairline's fine. It's not like that. <laughs> I don't what know. are you hiding under that hat? Just nothing. No, just when my hair gets curly, I usually it gets too frizzy and wild. This is never yeah. gonna air. He's gonna delete this. Piece. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, the file was corrupt. All of it. Super corrupt. I'm so sorry. Yeah. This information can't get out. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. So have you had any bad dates with women? I feel like a yeah. bad date with a woman would be 
worse than a bad date with a man, but I don't know. Um, no, because a bad date with, with a man could be rapey. Could kill you. Yeah, well, man's gonna murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I take it back. Yeah. <laughs> like a bad date with a man is like, oh, he showed me he had a gun, but like a bad date with a woman is like, oh, she was like not interested in me or what it's like. Right, <laughs> right, right. You're right. You're right. Um yeah, I think the first date I ever went on with a woman, I was, like, really nervous, and she was absolutely gorgeous. She looked, like, truly like Megan Fox, which is always – who she was always my crush growing up. She had, like, light blue eyes and dark hair, and she's a model, and uh, she was – I hate to call women crazy, uh-huh. but uh-huh. <laughs> she was the most mentally ill person. Like, she was, she was, like – I don't know. She was addicted to cocaine, I think, was probably uh-huh. the problem, but she was always at, like, a 200, and – was very intense, and I kept going on dates with her because she was so pretty. Okay. And I think the second date I went on with her, we went to the lobster, and um, she was she like bel- she like belittled the wait staff. No. Like because they have to go over and show you like all the lobsters. No. And she was like mocking him to his face. No. And then at one point she orders a Bloody Mary because she's like she's one of those people too that like she would order a Bloody Mary at night. Where the he's like the person now has to get the pitcher out of the fridge, like no one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a brunch drink. Yeah, like no one orders that, and then you can tell they're annoyed by it because now they have to get garnishes that have already been. Ordered. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was like, "I'm gonna get a Bloody Mary, but first I want you to explain like how you would make it, and then I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong and how I want you to make it." No, no, no. What? No, it was spooky. No, (laughs) no. Did you have to pay for her Bloody Mary too? She, well, it's the thing is like, also like she was paying for it. So I was like, she's hot. like that. She's paying for (laughs) lobster dinners. Yeah. She scares me a lot, but let's see where this goes. And it was like, I think I went on like four dates with her and it was just like, every date was like. Scary. Yeah. And like everywhere we went, I wanted to go to a bar together. And then she would like, people would just offer her cocaine She's like the the local drug addict. Well, I <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, here's your baggie. Or she's just like so hot that everyone's like just offering uh, her offering drugs. Stuff. Like, and I was like, she and I, I don't know. I feel like I'm very, I don't mean to be, I'm like very judgmental about cocaine. Like that's where I draw the line, I think. Because yeah. it's like, I don't know. Because it's like fentanyl. It's fentanyl. But even before it's fentanyl, it's just like a gross drug to me. Like anything, to be like snorting a powder. It's just like yeah. But then it, you know what's weird though is I will want to say that. But then if someone did ketamine, I wouldn't care. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I'm like, right. well, that's wellness. <laughs> <laughs> so different. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it would be that would be a turnoff. I mean, like going on a date with a guy that was a cokehead would also be a turnoff, or a yeah. guy that was rude to the wait staff. Yeah, I think it's like, if anything, it's just the bar for But work. isn't it scarier to make a move with a girl than a guy or no? Yeah, especially because it's like, I I felt like I like didn't have any like experience with being with women. Like I was afraid I was going to be bad at it. Yeah, that's the fear. The Like I even talked about the first time I was ever with a woman, it was like, it was a sex worker. <laughs> it was? Yeah. So you could practice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to try it without rejection. Because like if a woman rejects me the first time, I'm never going to recover from this. Okay, so you had a practice run with a sex worker? Kind, I was in Thailand and they had like the massage parlors everywhere. Okay. And like in the bit, like I talk about like, I didn't know. And I, I, I called ahead. I was like, hey, 
Okay. Do you, cause it's like, it's, it's Asia. Like it's not, <laughs> the um, rules are different. Do you guys <laughs> do women? Cause there's a lot of places here that it's like so crazy that like, cause I'll have guy friends that go to places and like, oh yeah, but they don't do women. And I'm like, it's so cr- like, what a weird mole compass that you yeah. like jerk off a stranger next to a Chuck E. Cheese, but not be with a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. But yeah, I went to this place and it was like, <laughs> and they, they do like a whole massage thing and they have this like menu that was like oddly graphic about what they do. And I was like, okay, I'll do, I just went like basic massage, happy ending thing, but they have like body to body and like table showers and all this no. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, so what did you get? I just got like a massage and a, and a happy ending. Like she showers you beforehand. Like she's super, like she was super nice. Like I showed up and like, I guess she usually deals with like disgusting men, like really gross. Like the guys I saw leaving were like feral. feral. Yeah. Mm. It's like, in, it's like men that travel there for that. To get jacked off. Yeah, for because they're like it's because it's like fifteen dollars. And they're like, oh my God, I can go. It's fifteen dollars to come in Thailand. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's why everyone goes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's also the beaches, but Oh, oh right, right, <laughs> right. right. Oh yeah, that the beaches. beaches. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Beaches, beaches. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Warm water in the ocean. Bucks yeah. flight immediately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going to Thailand to come. Um, <laughs> but it's super cheap. And like when I got there, the like lady was like, um, she's like, oh my God, I'm so lucky. And I was like, oh, that's so uh, like I've never had anyone say anything like that. And then I, when I took my clothes off, she was like, oh my God. She's like, she was asking me about my boobs and she's like, I'm getting them done next month. I want to look just like yours. No. <laughs> yeah. We were like talking about boobs. Like it was like, felt very like normal. Yeah. That's, didn't, that's crazy. Didn't feel like CD. But so did she, but you didn't hook up a, did she? No, you I didn't, didn't like do go down on the sex worker. No, but I just wanted to see what it would be like. What I'm, what I thought about women. <laughs> for, <laughs> it was an experimental. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then you left being like, would. Uh, yeah, like better than any experience I've ever had with a man. Like this is like, yeah, it's like it's like sex, but you're attracted to the person, <laughs> which was game changing. <laughs> women are prettier than men. Yeah. I mean, when I went to a strip club with Kim, we were like, are we gay? <laughs> we were like, we're gay. We're gay. We're real. We're late in life gays. <laughs> Whitney always like jokes that she like thinks I'm lying about being gay. Like she thinks it's like this thing where I'm like, not really. And then when we went to the, the after the Burt Rose, we went to the strip club. Yeah. She was like, the way I was looking at the stripper, she's like, okay, you're gay. We get it. <laughs> I was like, took out a hundred, an extra hundred dollars in the money that she gave. And I was just like giving it to these women. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so fun. It's the best. I was like, I didn't know that going to the strip club was so fun. Mm. I wish I could. I took a twerk class once. You did? <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was like, I was the only white girl there. And I was like the worst one by a long shot. I don't have like enough ass to move, but they told me it's not. That's not a thing because, like, you can have not that much ass and still move it. And the girl who was the instructor, she didn't have, like, a big butt. But she, like, could, like, do crazy things. No. That. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you take a twerk class? It's called, like, oh, God. It's on Hollywood. It's, like, this little, like, pole dancing place. Did you do the pole, too? I did. I went. I even invested and bought the pole. You have a pole at home? Yeah. <laughs> I got rid of it, though. It was so funny. I think my, my housekeeper went on it. Why? Because she went on it one time when I first got it, and she went, wee. (laughs) No, 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 no. But she was, like, and laughing. And then, like, I came home, and it was, like, tilted fully, and it was broken. I couldn't get it back. And it was after she had came, and I was like, I think she went on this. She broke your pole? I think she did. (laughs) You're going to have to invoice her. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what? But it was also like I wasn't using it. Like it's like I bought it because I, I get these like hobbies in my head. Like I'm going to be a roller skater. I'm going to be this. Yeah, I, I get like that too. I bought a mini trampoline. Oh, you're going to do like, I'm like- going to do the like calisthenics like I'm working out at home like I it's a fun workout and I did it for like 10 minutes I was like this is horrible I feel exhausted (laughs) it's not the same jumping on a trampoline when you're 36 versus 12 (laughs) it's like very much like the man show at your yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. I'm just like bouncing on a trampoline like okay I guess this is fitness I, I had a hula hoop phase I go through phases too. I could see myself on a whim getting a pole. I, I got. How did you install it? Oh, it's easy. I mean, I'm also I'm rad, I'm pretty handy. Okay. So I like I build all my own furniture. I've like redone. I've re- just regrouted all my floors. And no. Stuff. Yeah. I'm very like. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm like oddly. You regrouted all your floors. Yeah. I could never. And I rent. Like I don't know. I just wanted. No. <laughs> I just wanted to look there, better. They should give you money. They sh- I've made my place look so much better. I've replaced the hardware in the bathroom. I've you have? Like, yeah, I've replaced Are the lighting. Are you like, did you go to Home Depot? Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm like, that's that's lesbian It's pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> it's a sign, though. But, but yeah, going to Home Depot is the, a sign for sure. It's also, I never get complimented more than at Home Depot. Really? Yeah. By some, by guys, yeah, it's always just like everyone's extremely complimentary to you, and people will remember. Maybe I need to go there. <laughs> it's a new gas station. For a pick me up, <laughs> yeah. Get dressed and like wander the aisles. Um, yeah, dude, I hate Home Depot. Also, building furniture is I I like it. I think it's like, like it's like could Legos. you do like an IKEA for, thing? Yeah, I've done it. No. <laughs> Can you build IKEA furniture? I did it once, and then I had to stop because I didn't realize till the next day that I got bit by a brown recluse like three hours before that. Oh god! And I was like fading out when I was building my dresser. No, and I had to like go to an emergency room. Yeah, so I had like a really nice like half built dresser for like a few months. <laughs> and what? And then what? I I just it was I, you gave up. I gave up. Yeah, because when I after I like got better, I I looked at it, I'm like I don't I don't want to do. I didn't have the motivation post spider bite. Yeah, I think I didn't think that I could do it because people always offer to do it. Like men yeah. would always be like, I got you because they want to like they want to like and flex bullshit. about yeah. it. And there was one time I this is like this is years ago. I went on this is, I went on a date with this guy, and like he was like. I told him I said I have to move, I have to get all this stuff. And he's like, This is only like, I think this was second date. I get to move. He's like, I'll help you move. And mm. I was like, You don't have to do that. He's like, No, no, I'll come over, I'll help you move. And he like went, got all the things. He moved like my mattress. He uh, 30 minutes away, like drove both from Los Feliz to Mid City, taking my mattress, my dresser one by one, like spent the whole day like breaking down my stuff. Then after that, I like had it, he got everything over. He like, he was like, okay, well, and I said, I have to get more furniture and stuff. And he like took care of it. He was like, okay, let me know whatever you buy. Like I'll, I'll put it together. And then it, I was like, I had to go to work and he was like going to Ikea and going to these places and taking pictures of the furniture. And I would get a wish list, and he'd go buy it, put it in his car, drive it to my place and was like building it. No. And he built like four pieces of furniture. He was like putting up wallpaper. He like did all these stuff. He, he he did wallpaper. He did like no. <laughs> he, he did the entire apartment. He moved me in. Did it look good? It looked amazing. I haven't changed. Like he installed the curtain rods. He covered like this is this is kind of cheap, but like I don't like 
like I don't I have a white fridge and uh-huh. I don't like it. So he I was like I bought this like uh stainless steel stuff to put oh, on top of it. Uh-huh. And it's like, but it looks like shit. You do it perfect. But he was like a toy designer and like perfectly laid everything. And what? He did all this stuff. And I realized like, I don't like this guy, but like he's done so much that it felt like I couldn't end things. And I also kept telling him, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And he's like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. And he like kept doing stuff. And then it was like, he's mounting my TV. He's like, no, every day. And like, I'm, while I'm at work, I come home to like all this stuff being nice, doing like 12 hours of labor a day. Um, and then I was like realizing that I didn't like him. And I felt like I was so invested because he had done all these things. And I, we went out for drinks after he had <laughs> built all the stuff. And he was like, we got a shot. Like the bartender gave us a shot. I drank it. And he was like, oh, this tastes like cum. And I was like, oh, joking, like, how would you know what that tastes like? And he goes, oh, everyone eats their own cum. Oh, <laughs> I was there like, it is. Another yeah. strike. I was like, okay. No, he's a cum. He eats his own cum and openly talks about it. Yeah, like often. And I was like, what? He guzzles his own cum. He's like, at the very least, every guy's tasted it. He's like, but like some people just eat it more. He had like a whole thing behind it. And it freaked me out on top of everything. <laughs> The cum eater that installed your <laughs> curtains? And no. He's not. like, everybody does it. Come on, every guy. Yeah. And at this point, I'm like, I really need an out. I desperately need an out. And then he said something else that was like, that I was so thankful for. Oh, yeah. He was talking about, he was saying, you know what's hard about being a guy? And I was like, Uh-oh. what? And he's like, it's so hard because like you'll go on a date with a girl and like you can't really tell what they look like because like, and, and like, because their clothes like can like, and shapewear and stuff, they can like hide so much. And then when they like, you go to hook up with them, like they take it off and like they no. look awful. He's like, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> and he's yes. talking about how he went on a date with this girl and like she seemed cool and they went on a few dates and then like she got naked and she had just lost a considerable amount of weight and her skin was a bit loose on her stomach. And he was like, it was disgusting. I just told her to put oh. her clothes back on and leave. And I was like, thank God I can, he's a bad guy. I'm not the bad guy for having to build no, everything. No, no. <laughs> I was like, thank God. Why would he say that That's on a insane. date? I was or like, ever, or think that, yeah. I think he was like comfortable because he's like, well, I built all this girl's stuff. I'm get-. And then when I broke up with him, he was like, you're going to break up with me after I built everything? And I said, well, if you want me to, I can charge you a task rabbit rate for all the stuff that you did. And he was so mad <laughs> that I even insisted that. But I was like, hey, if you want me to pay you for your time, I can do that. But no, it was weird. Like he, When I, was this? Like six years ago. Oh, and then have you talked to him ever since? No, but he he's a toy designer and he designs all the Thomas the Train Engine stuff, like a lot of that <laughs> stuff. So weird. Oh. So whenever I see Thomas the Train Engine, I'm just imagining Thomas just like shoveling cum. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, that is crazy. Like all these kids are playing with these toys that like an absolute deranged <laughs> pervert, fatphobic <laughs> pervert, <laughs> woman hating pervert. <laughs> oh my god. That's so crazy. That is crazy to go on a date and say that. Yeah, that's insane. Well, as you were saying all the things, I'm like, oh my god, just give his number to Sarah. He seems like the perfect guy. Oh and yeah. Also, like yeah, yeah he and he eats cum, his whatever. own cum, and he <laughs> doesn't like stubborn belly fat. Yeah. Are you interested? No, I'm good. No, I'm actually good. I, it, <laughs> actually, feeling a little bloated. Don't yeah. want to meet him. You're a, little, a little busy that day. I think you're permanently busy. I, the fact that he dragged every other man and he's like, yeah, we all eat our cum. It's like leave us, leave us out of that. No. I asked so many guys after that. I was like, have you ever tasted your cum? And 
and they were like, no. Or they, some of them would have like this a horrible story about yeah, an accidental. That's that's what the it's an accident. That's usually what happens. It's not no one's no one's like like a sommelier. Like <laughs> I'm getting notes of a bad dad or whatever. Um, yeah. I feel like it's bad mom. I don't yeah, know why. Weird mom stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never tried yours. No, if there was. I had a really bad that's accident. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, an and, accident where you accidentally ate your cum. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> it was a. It was an encounter with. It was when my when we were in high school. My my girlfriend at the time, and she. It was almost like she was playing American Sniper, and she kind of just aimed it up there. I don't think she knew, but yeah. Yeah. Then it was. Yeah. Then it was. It kind of got in there and everything. It's pretty pretty awful. Wow. I, I got it out of there. I didn't. I didn't taste. I didn't leave it in my mouth. I you didn't, didn't swallow it around. You no, didn't swallow yeah, it. No, I'm not a. I'm not a swallower. I'm sorry to say, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's usually. I think most men, it's an accident. I've had some friends that like they might take a little like a like it's already on their finger and they'll they'll do I that. Feel like, I feel like I feel like I feel like that's human. That's a you human get a thing. little bit on your finger. You're you like, taste what's it. that? Maybe once. I, maybe twice. I'm usually. <laughs> but to be drinking your cum on the rag and yeah. being like it's protein. Like yeah, it's your that's, creamer and your coffee. You're making it oh. seem like the guy's like just yeah. He made it sound like he just does this often. Like it's not weird. Yeah, that's Boy, that insane. Was. Well, yeah, he's the only one tasting his cum because he's fatphobic. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I thought that was insane. And like, he's just, also, I can't imagine like you take off your clothes in front of a man and he's like, and, he, and he's saying, like, that's in your head now. Yeah. So it's like, now when I take off my clothes, are you going to be like, oh, you look better with your clothes on? <laughs> like, that's a nightmare. It's the worst. And especially, she's lost all this weight. So she's probably feeling good about herself mm-hmm. about everything. And then you're going <sighs> to. No. Terrible person. But then, yeah, he, but he, the, the curtains are still up and a lot of stuff, he, a lot of his labor still, still up. paying off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good though. Yeah. Go but ahead. like, okay, so the first time you went down on a girl, was it scary? <laughs> I didn't tell her that, that it I, was the first time. Yeah. And like, you acted like you had been there before. Yes. And then afterwards I told her <laughs> and then she's like, I would have never known. So I was like, so like, hopefully that, that means I'm not terrible. Bad. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it's also, it was a time where I gave up alcohol because every time I was drinking, I was getting like, I was like, I was getting a horrible headache. I was getting really nauseous. And they were like, and I guess it was like, there's a chance it could have been pancreatitis or something. I didn't know what it was, but I was like, I feel awful every time I drink. I'm going to stop. I stopped for like a year. And honestly, I really liked it. I think about going back to that because it was like. I felt like, I don't know, I had more energy, get less anxious, like all this other stuff. And I I enjoyed it, but it was like, it's so much harder to like go down a woman for the first time fully sober. sober. (laughs) Fully sober. Having sex in general fully sober is like a lot. You have to be like really into the person and comfortable. Yeah. Cause like, (laughs) I know. And I I feel like the older I get, like, (laughs) I'm like, if I... You want to be comfortable. The last thing you want to do is feel uncomfortable and be like two in your head. Yeah. And then you and if the, like, they think about how you look and all these other things. And then it's just like too much. I overthink anything. So that it was like I'll, drinking beforehand has always been nice. Right. Um, but I didn't have that. And but it's still I feel like it was fine. I don't know. I feel right. like it was like it was an enjoyable experience. And I feel like I was like, oh, I could do this. I think we just like get in our head about it. If anything, like. Eating pussy is way easier than like sucking dick. That's crazy. Really? Yeah. Cause you have to put it fully down your throat. You do all this other stuff. Right. Right. But does it also just depend on the pussy? <laughs> I mean, it, I guess I haven't seen one that's like a lot's going on there. You haven't? No. 
<laughs> I feel like there are some like that. Though. I know I haven't encountered one yet, but okay. So, so like, what do you do if you get down there and there's a lot going on? You act like it's normal. I feel like, I feel like I, it's, it is what it is. I feel like it's like, there's, I can't imagine seeing one that I would think is, I'm not going to be uh, a judgmental, come drinking guy and be like, get your clothes back on. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> no. Yeah. I think I just, I think it, I'm pretty sure I would like, I just like, if I like the woman, I like everything. Like no matter, right. like, there's no surprises or anything. I feel like I'm very, I'm not very like a. Uh, too picky when it comes to appearances and things like that with women. Right. Cause I guess it's just like, there's a ton of times like I've, I've been with people a while and they mention something and they're like, Oh, you do have like, I, like they don't realize that they've like, they mentioned they've gained weight or stuff. I don't even notice it until they say something. I'm like, Oh, I don't. Yeah. Sometimes it is like that when you, when you see someone all the time too, yeah. when you're hooking up with them, exactly. you're not like, Oh, you look five pounds heavier today. <laughs> like that's all like, but the thing is as women, like that's sometimes in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like guys worry about looking fat. By the way, I'm getting, I'm getting a new body. In what do December. you mean? I'm getting, so I have to get, I got a lump back when I was 16. Okay. So I got my, I had to get my boobs done. It was awful, actually. I thought You had I, lumps and they had to get taken out? They oh. were so big and I thought all I wanted was boobs. So I thought they were boobs. Okay. And the doctor was like, these are all like <laughs> benign tumors. They have to, they're fibrinomas they had to get, but they're like so aggressive that they like, on both sides, they just like, Grew like the size of a boob. Okay. So they had to be removed immediately because it was like a danger. Got them out. The was, as soon as eighteen, I, I was able to get reconstructive done. Uh huh. And I got I got implants. And the the FDA says you should only have them in from ten to fifteen years. So now it's eleven years. So I went to the doctor and he's like, Yeah, you have to start making a plan because they're silicone and you don't want them to pop. And it's more expensive to fix a problem than it is. To, to get it in new ones? Yeah, to, when everything's good. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, we're going to get new boobs. He's like, you want to try it? You get to try them on. Was it fun? It was fun, yeah. Like, we're going to go a little bigger. You are. And then I'm going to get lipo all around. You are? Yeah. <laughs> are you uh, scared? Yeah, of course. Because I've heard horror stories about what could happen. And I'm like, because it can be numb for a while and all this stuff. But I'm like, let's- You want it. I always wanted it because I've, I've actually asked about a BBL. <laughs> You did? Yeah. But are you glad you didn't get that now? Oh, he told me all the horrible things that happened with it. He's like, no credible doctor is doing that. It's as dangerous as heart surgery, open heart surgery. It's 1% mortality rate. Um, you're When you're likely to regain fat growth in your life, like a normal person, like it will compound the fat and it will fall. So it's not going to be like shapely. So like on average, people have to get two to three procedures in their lifetime. Ugh. And it's a horribly painful procedure. And he's like, I won't do it. And he's like, I also don't want to put my like people at risk. And I don't want to die from a beat. That's embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> like my open casket, I'm like face down. <laughs> <laughs> like huge ass. That's so crazy. Well, I feel like, doesn't Cardi B have a BBL and she tried to get it removed? My mom told me that. <laughs> she tried to get it removed and it was more dangerous to remove it than to keep it in. She doesn't have BBL. She has injections, but they're not sure what they are. So yeah, yeah, I knew there was something going on with that ass, and it's it's really fucked up because a lot of time they will put like silicone and all the stuff, and it can turn black in the skin. They can put all there's like they've put all sorts of things in people's bodies, and they and sometimes she doesn't even know what's in her body, which is even scarier. Um, and I think that we're gonna look back at this trend and we're gonna be like, this is crazy that we ever did this. Um, 
But it's There's also so many trends like that, though. But the beauty standards getting crazy too. I saw people are like, because Megan Thee Stallion's been working out. They're like, oh, she has never ass anymore. I'm like, you're saying that she's a real ass, and we're so used mm. to seeing these like huge. And I don't like a ass that's like too. It looks fake. What's that thing where it's like, is it something Cannon Valley? Cannon Valley, where it's like when something's not human. Oh, uncanny, valley? uncanny valley, yeah, where it's like just slightly off human, where it doesn't look. Right. I have like yeah. uncanny valley with asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it does look good, but it's but it's manufactured. But I fear it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you fear it. <laughs> right. You fear that ass. <laughs> you fear that ass. <laughs> it's a little too much ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm getting all around. So, okay. Oh. Do they give you, if you do two things at once, do you get like a, a deal? Yeah. You do? The anesthesia is the biggest part. It's right? a buy one, get one? <laughs> a BOGO? <laughs> and I get to keep my old implants. What are you going to do with them? Uh, put them in a shadow box, I think. No, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're keeping them though. Because I asked. He's like, yeah. He's like, I have to wash them off, of course. But yeah, you can keep them. Oh. So I was also joking, like, I didn't know if there's like a way that I can. I was like, what if I can crowd source the boobs? Like, what if I sell little square inches off, like deeds? You should. And then have like a certificate of ownership. <laughs> yeah. You own 5% of my left breast yeah and then you own 75 percent of my left breast the nipple is like expensive real estate and yeah everything else is just like what's the recovery on a boob job oh that's nothing that's like when i had it the first time like you're doing errands in three days three yeah it's nothing it wasn't painful Damn. at all especially if you're getting a second one because you already have that space there so what about lipo what's the recovery on that like two months no Oh my we'll God. see. I oh was just God. like, I got the idea. I was like, I want to do it. And then he was like, and I was hoping, I thought he was going to be like, oh no, you don't need that. You look great. Why would you need lipo? And he's like, and he's very conservative. Right. So I do trust him. He's not like, he's one of those doctors that will say no to a procedure. Like, yeah. And I feel like there's not a lot of those. And Yeah. But he also, he does a lot of medical um, stuff too. Like where people with medical gnosis has, like need a plastic surgeon. And so I went there. I was like, yeah, I was also thinking when we're in there, what if we do lipo? And he was like, let me, let, all right, let me see. And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, you'd be a great candidate for it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, great candidate. Like, I thought he was going to be like, you can just do cool sculpting. Yeah, yeah. Put you under the Eon laser, like, you're fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> great <laughs> candidate. No, that's like when I went to get Botox and they're like, okay, so we'll fix the forehead today, but next time we're going to have to address the chin. Address. <laughs> and I was like, what? They're, I was like, what? They're like, it should be a little bit bigger so that you're symmetrical and I was like I don't know it's like when you redo the wood floors in your house and mm -hmm. then someone comes in and they're like what's up with the windows and you're like what I didn't <laughs> I thought the windows were fine yeah. I like the, the windows fuck? yeah that's like uh what do you call it Nicole Amy Schreiber gave me a recommendation for this dermatologist that's like supposed to be very conservative and very like she she does she doesn't overdo anything and I went there and she's like I was doing that just like to do preventative Botox up here and she was like, oh, um, are we, so do you like your lips? And no. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. I was like, yeah. And she was like, let me take pictures of it. She goes, I said, is there anything wrong with it? And she's like, well, you know, Mr. Potato Head. No, <laughs> no, no. I was like, 
<laughs> no, no. Where is this going? No, no. <laughs> She's like, it's like you have one big lip here, and this one's medium. So it's like I would like to make it so that this one isn't as, isn't overshadowing this one. She's like, it looks like you're mismatched your lips. And I was like, you could have said that without referencing Mr. Potato, <laughs> right? Also, don't misgender me. I'm misgendering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, oh my god, yeah. And it's like. You're asking them, but then you're also a little low-key offended. And you're like, okay, well, I guess my chin could be a little bigger to balance out the rest of my face. Yeah. Wasn't even on my radar. That's what she, she was like, oh, yeah, see this divot underneath your lip? That yeah. shouldn't be there. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I've never thought I know, about it. We can fix it, but it's going to be $600 just to fix that divot. Yeah, it's never good when, like, they have to print out. Like a long list of things. So like, here's, it's here's- like when getting your car service, kind of. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, do you want to, do you want to figure out your three year aging plan? I'm like, no, I actually don't want to figure out my three year aging plan. So like, well, we can start with this and then eventually we can go with, um, she was like PRP. And I was like, yeah. I was like, PRP doesn't appeal to me. And she was like, why? Or my doctor was like, well, it's more natural. And I was like, yeah, like when it comes to my face, just, I'm more like a WWJRD. What would Joan Rivers do? <laughs> yeah. um, the natural approach, if it's not going to work, that's going to be a no for me, dog. That's what I thought about the life one. Like I could do cool sculpting and spend just as much money or I could just like get that so done. Cool sculpting? Like did they just like freeze off the fat? And then someone has to come and massage it after it's frozen. And that just sounds like such a horrible experience for me. How much is it to do cool sculpting? It's like $800 an area, I think. How much mm-hmm. is lipo? Lipo, it was only like, I think it was only two grand extra to the whole tab. I'm like, why not? Throw it in the bag. And also I'm like, while we're at it, can you take all the moles off my body? He's like, sure. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, get them off. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what else can I get done while I'm under? Like, can you do my, my dental exam? Can you put an IUD in me? (laughs) (laughs) You leave a completely different person. That's That's the goal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's our episode we covered a lot yeah where can people find you and do you have anything coming up you want to promote this comes out on Wednesday this comes out on Wednesday okay well I will be in Calgary on September 21st and 22nd so come out to that I'm also going to be doing the uh, Laughing Soul Comedy Festival in October from the 5th to the 9th so come out to those shows I'm doing several a day and you can find me on Madison Sinclair on Instagram and Madison Comedy on TikTok That's our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review. You can find me here every Wednesday on Shank and every Monday on This Bitch. Subscribe to my Patreon. I'm going to be in Texas this week. So if you're in Austin, come out. Then I'm going to be in Skankfest the following week, October 28th through, no, that's not right. September 28th through October 2nd. All right, guys, that's our episode. Thank you. 